Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Imperfect. I'm Regina. And I am Christine. We wanted to start off today's episode by giving an extra special shout out to those who have commented and rated our iTunes page. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe so we can continue to acknowledge you guys and give our thanks for listening to our show. We really, really appreciate all you guys out there who tune in every week to listen to us and our thoughts. It makes us feel like we have friends out there. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you so much, really. And we love hearing from you guys as always. And more and more of you guys are sharing your stories with us through emails and trust us, like we read it every week and we try to respond as quickly as we can. So continue doing so. We love seeing your reactions and we love hearing your stories. It feels like it becomes part of ours. I want to start off this week's topic by saying I apologize first for all the sniffles. It's springtime, allergies, and my nose is completely congested. So just to let you guys know, a little TMI. And just through watching her, I feel like I'm getting the sniffles. (laughs) Like, as we were prepping for this episode, I was like, wait, I have a stuffy nose too. Uh, I guess it leads in perfectly to today's topic, which is adulting can be hard. Adulting. <laughs> Hashtag adulting is so hard. <laughs> adulting struggles, sniffles. But yeah, today's episode is about expectations versus reality when it comes to adulting. And this topic was inspired by our own journeys as we grew up and now as an adult. There's some experiences that you're like, this is totally not what I expected. I had dreamed and fantasized or been taught my entire life to expect something. And then when I actually live it through, it's like, wait what? This No one ever told me it was going to be like this, or I never expected reality to be so different from my expectations. So now that Regina and I have been through like our 20s, now my 30s, we can go back and share our top three expectations versus reality moments with you guys and hopefully share some insight and you guys can have a heads up. Yeah, we're basically here to just warn you. (laughs) (laughs) Be uh, prepared. Exactly. That things aren't all as, you know, butterflies and rainbows as everyone hoped as a child. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, but there's some great things too. Well, we'll get into We'll get into it. Do you want to start us off? Yes. So number three is love. Ah, love. Yeah, I know. Love, I feel like, was really one of those big eye-openers for me. I realized that women and men's perceptions of love are completely different. And it can be drastically different because of how we grew up and what we were taught to expect. So I think for a lot of girls, since we grew up watching a lot of Disney movies and going to rom-com, just dreaming about our Prince Charming and that we will be the princess and we'll have a man who will look like Prince Charming and treat us like a princess, I realized their expectations of love were completely different. I realized that in high school. Maybe it's because of just hormonal changes at different times, but I feel like when it comes to like the different expectations, girls are always, you know, waiting for their Prince Charming. Everybody has like this idea of what their love life is going to look like in either like middle school or high school, and it never ends up being that way. No, I I think that we want the fairy tale and the guy's a lot of it, I'm just going to say it, they they look for sex. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it starts as early as high school, even maybe for some people, middle school, because I think they get a surge of just a different type of hormones. And here we are taught to be innocent. And most of us girls at the age are very naive. We've been sheltered. Yeah, I feel like in my instance, I did feel like Arcadia was like a little bit of a bubble. So it definitely didn't start in middle school. But like, I remember talking to some of like coworkers who grew up in more like rural areas where there's like not much to do. And they're like, yeah, we started drinking and, you know, having house parties at like 13. And I'm like, what? What? (laughs) Really? Yeah, 13. That's crazy. In that instance, like we grew up in a very sheltered bubble. (laughs) I didn't even think about any of that stuff until probably end of high school. I just realized that guys have very different expectations of what romance is, if they even think of it as romance. I think for us as teenage girls, the most that we fantasize about or what we related to love was hand-holding and calling someone your boyfriend and girlfriend mm-hmm. and how they ask you to prom and, you know, them giving you flowers. But guys have something completely different in their head. If they act on it, that's a different story. But they're thinking and watching very different types of movies than we are. <laughs> Their perverted jokes aren't just jokes by that age. There's a lot of stuff behind that. And when I bring that into adulthood, you know that saying where like women mature faster than men? Mm -hmm. In my 20s, I felt a lot of that. I felt like the guys that were either my age or even just a year or two older were still very immature. Oh my gosh, that's literally what I'm going through right Right? now. (laughs) Right? I think there's that Peter Pan complex where they were saying that a lot of men nowadays, they just don't want to grow up. Yeah, completely. They want to just stay in Never Never Land, Mm -hmm. right? This is something that I've definitely noticed just from living in New York. But there are a lot of older men, like in their 40s and 50s, who are still bachelors because they look to George Clooney and being like, well, he never got married. Well, guess what? He found Amal Clooney now (laughs) and she's pregnant. But I feel like they always have this idea of finding a younger girl, a prettier girl, someone who, especially, I I don't want to put the stereotype, but just kind of a lot of guys in finance when they make a lot of money they just feel like they can do anything and so like why settle down when there's always something newer and shinier that will come along i do notice that as even older guys now that i'm 30 i know guys are in 40s and 50s a lot of them get to a certain point even if they have gotten married earlier they want different things in their head they see women as ways of defining how manly they can be or their own self-worth i'm not saying that there aren't good men there are good men out there but there are a lot more men who tend to be more selfish about their desires and what they're looking for can be a lot more shallow than what a lot of women what women are looking for yeah exactly and i'm not saying that this is something that all girls experience for me at least it was really shocking because i was like oh i just thought that a lot of men out there would be the prince charming for a lot of princesses out there so finding a good man shouldn't be this hard but it actually was yeah Oh, it's so difficult. I think at the age that I'm at, I'm always like looking towards guys who are older because I'm hoping that in their experience and in their maturity, like hopefully that will balance me out more. But sometimes Mm. I've met people who are much older than me and I'm like, I feel like I'm babysitting you. (laughs) It's so true. It is so true. It just comes down to essentially a lot of what women are looking for differs from men we put more emphasis on emotional connection versus men they look for more physical attraction and that's more of a priority for them i mean i'm not saying one is right and the other is wrong it's just 
it's just different. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it takes kind of a while for people to be able to find like a balance, whether that be an age or just time. I've definitely noticed that there are relationships where it's like, it could be even like the right person, but if the timing is off, then the relationship is off. Yeah, there's so many, I realize there's so many little factors have to align for a relationship to really work and last. And timing is a huge one. It, it is. And I've also learned for, for men and women, really, it's like, don't try to change anyone accept them for who they are and communicate if things don't sit well with you i always emphasize on honesty that's my number one thing when it comes to relationships if you don't allow them to have like an open space to be honest they'll just hide the ugly from you but that doesn't mean that it's not still there they're just releasing it somewhere else with someone else and i feel like that can happen on both ends it doesn't necessarily have to be like a oh only men do this i feel like women do this too where you know they hide their feelings or they have a perfect idea of what their life is like with a significant other and so then they like you know ignore all the things or all the issues that they have with the relationship yeah that that is true it's just a heads up that i think some people tend to think like oh if it's out of sight then it's out of mind that doesn't mean that your significant other isn't still having those thoughts or wanting to do those actions you're just in denial about it so it's better to face reality than it is to just live in la la land which kind of ties into me with the theme of expectations versus reality (laughs) exactly Let's move on to number two. I learned that parents don't have all the answers. And as I get older... Shocking. Yeah. No, seriously. I I don't know. It's like <laughs> we grew up thinking our parents are basically God because... Superheroes. Yeah. There are everything. They tell us what is right and wrong. They punish us. They reward us. So, you know, our world kind of revolves around they them. They have the power. Yeah, and their opinion matters so yeah. much. Really, when I got older, I started to see them more as human beings. They, as human beings, make mistakes. And I don't know if in my own head, I just automatically thought that they always know best. But in their own lives and how they live out their lives, they obviously don't. <laughs> they don't know what's best. And they're also just trying to figure it out the best that they can, just like us. And the, at the end of the day, they always want what's best for us and however that's communicated there's a blurry line behind that as you're trying to figure things out they're also trying to do the best they can to support you in the best way that they can I think that is one thing, but I'm observing my parents live their own lives and their own dreams and what they sacrifice along the way. And I'm realizing they don't know any more than I do in what they're doing. And they're guiding us in Mm -hmm. in the sense that, yeah, there are parents and from what they know from their lives, they want you to make the best decisions from that, or they want to help you make the best decisions from their own mistakes or, or expectations, right? But then that doesn't mean that they have the right answers. So in that sense, it really was a liberating and empowering feeling for me. Not that I'm like, oh, you don't know anything. I'm not going to listen to you. As I matured, I realized that, hey, they may not know. So that kind of gives me more room to figure it out too. That really relates to like my career, for example. They always want to push me towards something more stable because what they know and what they've taught is that obviously, yeah, being more stable, you don't have to worry about money. You can be more well-off. And that may mean marrying a man who's more successful, has money to take care of you, or they want to push you to being a doctor because everyone's always going to need a doctor. But they don't really think about the happiness part of it. They think that the happiness comes after you achieve stability and hit all the landmarks of being successful, getting married, having kids, having a nice car, all of these things. I feel like our generation has much different priorities in our lives. I think that our generation 
is lucky in luckier in the sense that they worked so hard to be able to build this platform. My parents made so many sacrifices and they suffered through a lot of difficulties just so that they could give me this stable life. So from their perspective, they're kind of like, oh, well, obviously we've already built this platform for you to kind of shine. The easiest thing that they knew how to translate into success was the medical field because they'd both worked in it. To them, they're like, well, this just seems like such a surefire path. <laughs> like they didn't know any any other way. Yeah, for me to choose media as well, when I tell them about the stuff that I'm going through at work, they don't really know how to give advice in a business sense. Or when I'm talking about like, oh, you know, business development and strategy sound really interesting to me. And I'm like throwing all these terms and they are just like, I, I, I don't, <laughs> they're trying to do the best that they can to help me. But even in that, in a way, like I do know more about this industry and like this path than they do. And so they're just kind of, trying to take a step back while still giving me good advice and still trying to lead me towards success. I think that's the part where it helps to humanize them when you see that they are people who were your age that also had dreams of wanting to achieve some sort of success or happiness in their own right. They also had their own expectations of what Prince Charming or their wife would be like, <laughs> even their children, right? And a lot of those things didn't happen the way that they thought it would and life wears on them. So for me, that was the first step of realizing, wow, I've actually thought to myself, I was like, I wonder if... I would actually be friends with my parents if we grew up in the same city. <laughs> I've always thought that too. Because like, I mean, my parents always tell me about how cool and popular and athletic they were. <laughs> and I was like, uh... You know that you're going to tell your kids that too. Oh my God. I'm going to tell so my kids like, I had straight... Yeah, I was so fabulous. Got straight A's. You better too. <laughs> I, I literally walked in snow to get to work every day. <laughs> Yeah, every single day. So listen to me. I know everything. <laughs> but yeah, so I definitely, when I think of my parents that way, there's so much love and empathy and understanding that I have for them than I did when I was a stupid teenager and didn't think about my parents in that way. You know, when you're a teenager, you're just trying to break all the rules and you're like, you don't understand. <laughs> But really, they do understand to some degree because they probably have been through similar things themselves. The whole point of number two of reality versus expectation was that give your parents some slack because they're also figuring it out. It's like that that balance of respecting them for what they've been through, but also keeping in mind that they don't really know everything. Like you don't know everything. We're all human at the end of the day. Which perfectly leads to our number one moment of expectation versus reality which is the older we get, the less we know. Oh, man. <laughs> this is something that is still, I think for a lot of people, it's hard to accept because I think we're taught that it should be the other way around. The older we get, the more that we know. And when it doesn't happen that way, you get more and more frustrated as if you're supposed to have more control over your life because you know what to expect. You're supposed to learn from your mistakes. You're supposed to be smarter. You're supposed to be wiser. You have more money to do things. So you should know. But in reality, life doesn't work that way. Yeah. And like when you're a kid, I feel there are pretty set guidelines. Like every year, it's like elementary school to middle school, like your grade level just gets one higher. By 10th grade, you're going to know calculus. And by 11th grade, you're going to know physics. And like you're gaining all this knowledge. And so then when you like really get to college, you're just kind of 
lost (laughs) in a way. I think I was really lost because I felt like I had all these expectations of what 18 years of education was supposed to lead to. And I got there and I was like, oh, I don't know very simple things. In a previous episode about post-grad struggles, we talk about just you come out of college, you just don't know. There's a lot of things that you're figuring out as you get into adulthood. Sometimes I feel life tells you that you should know. They kind of already have your path laid out for you as in, oh, by your late 20s, early 30s, you should find your significant other and get married. And before you're 35, you should already have two kids, be getting your first home, investing in whatever it is, blah, 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 blah. And I think the discrepancy there is that, at least for me, I didn't feel the way I was supposed to feel in those landmark moments where people are like, oh yeah, in your late 20s, to early 30s, you should find the person that you want to marry and you just know, like you should just already be ready to get married. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not how I feel. I, I like, I waited until I was like in my late 20s and my 30s and then now I'm like going to my mid 30s. I'm like, I don't feel that way at all. I don't know what, is there something wrong with me? No, I completely agree with that. I think that I remember like milestones of like, oh, you know, when you go on your first date, when you get your first job, I remember like in movies and TV shows, they make it seem like this monumentous thing. And then there's like a firework display and, you know, everyone's cheering for you in the terminal, you know, like, no, I remember the first time I went on a date, I was like, oh, this is, this is a date. (laughs) Like, I didn't feel like my life changed afterwards. Reality. It's reality. (laughs) That's the thing. I think a lot of people set you up or situations set you up for to expect a certain thing. And it doesn't play out that way. At least for me, there was like a sense of disappointment or like, what am I doing wrong? Or is there something wrong with me? That's why the older I got, the more I learned to accept myself. Because, yeah, maybe I am just different. Or maybe the world doesn't really know. Maybe this has all been what they hope that people should be going through to have your happily ever after how you can group millions of people into a set dream into this is what you should want and this is what you should feel and this is how life should play out for you and if it doesn't then oops too bad but really that's the thing is like life is constantly changing and changing in ways that no one can predict therefore whatever worked for our parents or your friends, whatever, it might not work for you. It probably won't work for you because you're not the same person and life society is not happening the same way. And then you couple that with you're changing and you're evolving as a person. Like you're not the same person as who you were two years ago, even a year ago, right? With all those unknown variables, there's always going to be so much room for the unknown and for life to prove you wrong for what (laughs) you thought was supposed to happen. Life is like, nah, nah, that's that's (laughs) not it. You know, as you become an adult, you have to make your own decisions and create like your own schedule and set your own goals. These expectations are very personal and they vary from person to person. I think the most important thing is to just accept the fact that you're not going to know everything. Just do the best that you can with the knowledge that you have. Like make smart decisions based off of things that you've learned from the past, based off of maybe advice that your parents or friends or, you know, family have given you. And just always keeping your head up, not to be let down when you, you know, you're at work and your boss singles you out and asks you this question and expects you to know the answer and you kind of freeze and don't know how to respond. Like that's totally fine. That's all part of the learning process. Kind of just understanding the fact that you're human and you're going to make mistakes and you're not going to know everything. Reality is that all people don't know what the F is going on. It's just more that a lot of people can fake it. The whole fake it till you make it, you realize that most people are operating, yeah, they're operating off of faking it. Yeah. 
is so real. I think also the more confidence you have in yourself, that also gives other people the idea that you have it together too. To me, it's about being honest with yourself. That's why if you look at what other people are doing, you're always going to feel like you don't have your stuff together because you actually don't really know what's going on in their head. So you can only control your thoughts and your actions. And in that sense, when you look at life in a positive way, in that you dream big, but then you also give room for you to make mistakes and learn and accept life in that way that you are here to learn, that you are here to just experience life for what it is and how it happens day to day versus having grand expectations. And if life doesn't give it to you in that way of how you feel like you've earned it, it's not going to be such a end-all be-all thing. It's not going to blow up in your face and you're like, how could this happen? I worked so hard or I did this. What did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with with you you start blaming the world i think when you approach life in that way just it becomes way too heavy just the reality is how could you know you wouldn't know even if you have a b and c all figured out the unknown variable is life and you can never control life i look at it that every day there's possibility in anything and if it doesn't happen the way i wanted try to be flexible try to be open-minded to it because if you look at it as a negative thing then it's only going to be a negative point in your life but if you look at it as a point of what can i learn from this and let it grow and develop and help me in the future then that's what it will become if you plant that seed that's how it'll grow that's how i've learned to deal with the not knowing and not having stuff figured out (laughs) I feel like I needed that advice right now. (laughs) I feel like I'm going through a lot of not knowing right now and it's giving me a lot of anxiety. Even today, you know, I felt like I was in such a funk. Like I didn't get out of bed right away. I was just, I just like ate my lunch in bed. I watched friends all day and I was really just feeling kind of down on myself because I feel like there were all these expectations and dreams of where I hoped I would be by now. And sometimes I feel like I'm falling short of that. So like listening to you kind of say like, it's not necessarily like a blind faith, but it is to kind of have that faith in yourself and faith that like, as long as you continue dreaming big and working hard, the pieces will start to fall into place. I'm definitely going through that struggle of not really knowing what the next year or two two of my life is going to look like. That does give me a lot of anxiety. You know, it keeps me up at night because I'm stressing. Am I moving up quick enough? Am I keeping up with my peers? I think that there's a lot of stress to keep up to the point that sometimes I get so overwhelmed that it just makes me kind of shut down. So I keep persisting. Things do end up working out, especially if you are in the right mindset, have a good heart and put positive vibes out there because whatever you put out into the universe, I believe that's what comes back in return. Thank you for sharing that. I I mean, I completely understand. I feel like we all have moments of just doubt and like it all catches up to you because it's so exhausting trying to live life under the world and other people's expectations and your own. Because of course you want the best when it doesn't happen that way. It always just comes back to, well, what did I do wrong? It's frustrating. It is completely frustrating. And I think it's totally okay to have days like yours today where I actually think it's a fabulous day. You know, you <laughs> spend a whole day just resting and yeah. kind of regenerating, watching friends, doing what makes you feel good. Honestly, if you talk to anyone who's ever known me, 
I've always had this just like, oh, I feel, and I feel like a lot of you guys probably think this way too. It's like, I meant to do something bigger. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to do something, right? Yeah, like I, my friends have always told me that like, oh, you're always so positive and so optimistic and like you have all these big dreams and you're always pursu- telling other people to pursue their dreams. Yeah, kind of always the way that I've thought and I don't know any other way to think. Of course, life has along the way tried to knock me down from that high horse of no, what if not? Because you failed in this and life didn't work out that way. I'm currently in my life right now trying to figure out my next steps. I'm not working right now. How do I make money doing what I love to do? And do those two things go hand in hand? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I want to say yes. It's hard. Yeah, I keep believing that, yeah, yeah, one day I'm going to make lots of money from sharing all the love that I have and doing positive things for other people and feeling overwhelmed myself with, yeah, feeling fulfilled and all that. Has it happened to that degree yet i mean not to that degree but i will say that i know for sure that feeling of being completely fulfilled when you look at the essence of what you're doing and what is inside of you and sharing that with the world that's so indescribable that's where my sense of purpose comes from that's when i feel like yes this is exactly what i want to do and what i should be doing i just know that without a doubt i really think that we're all here to try to make a positive impact with each other and just to treat each other with dignity and love and if you look at what the world is nowadays that fundamental human decency is lacking in so many places it's mind-boggling to me that we treat each other so horribly when i keep that in mind i know that i have good that i want to do in this world and to me that's all that matters and money is money money really is for basic living it's for you to survive to eat to have a roof over your head and when you really think about it that way that's really all you need. Everything else is extra. That's how I live my life. And whether I drive a fancy car, if I, if I take the bus, I guess, it's like I'm still getting from point A to point B. And if at the end of the day, I can look at myself in the mirror and go to sleep feeling like I feel good. I'm very honest. I'm a good person. and I'm trying to just spread that. Then I think that's all that really matters. I really, really do believe that. Honestly, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's one of the reasons that really drew me to media like its ability to influence others positively that the media in so many ways does negatively impact um, our society but there's a lot of good to it as well and I want to be part of the good I remember one time I was in a lift and the lift driver was you know asking us questions like oh what do you guys do blah blah blah. and I was like oh I work in media and he like started going off about like conspiracy theories that you know the news is feeding us and how it's poorly shaping our world I'm like no 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 not no that like that's not what I was talking about my whole thing was to create content like this podcast, putting out positive messages, telling you guys our stories of struggle, our stories of having bad days, having good days, finding the love of our life or not finding that. You know, like I wanted to create content like this because there's nothing more rewarding than to hear you guys respond to us, hear your guys's story of struggle and hear your guys's ability to relate to everything that we went through because you know we're all humans we're all going through the same thing and so to be able to do this as like a part-time thing and to be able to create this content and have you guys listening in you have no idea how much you guys are changing the game for us Regina and I have 
honestly dreamt and talked about this moment and creating something. We didn't even know if it was a podcast at the time, but we talked about this for years. Just We didn't even know what a podcast yeah, was. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. And now it's being able to live it. And even though, right, Regina? It just feels so... It's really rewarding. I feel so good after we record and after we put it out and then, then getting to hear other people and how we can bond through that. That's what I live for. It may seem so simple to some people, but maybe that's just what it is. We've overcomplicated it as human beings that you're supposed to expect this and it's supposed to give you this back in money and accolade and respect. It's like, it's actually just as simple as you just feeling happy doing it. And when you don't expect anything out of it, I feel like that's the best part, really. For me, it's definitely connecting with people. That's what makes me feel extremely fulfilled. Yeah. And you know what? That is our reality. That actually quite aligns with what I thought of as a kid. And I think when you go back and you think about what your dreams were as a young child, it was always really simple. It really just comes down to that. And as we've gotten older, like I said, life complicates things. Other voices get in your head and that simplicity is completely taken away. And now as an adult, it's kind of your mission to strip it down to the core, your core, and see what really speaks to you and really follow that. And that's how it's guided us and been my northern star for me my way of looking at this is that i still hope that i'm you know helping people out but it's helping them feel better about themselves feel like there are people in this world who are going through the same things and on the same side as them yeah life has so many amazing possibilities and pockets of things that are waiting for you like trust me that's when life is amazing but if you're always trying to control it that's when life can seem dooming and frustrating and you're just overwhelmed by it so don't try to control it just accept it for what it is and accept you for how wonderful you are yay oh man i needed that talk (laughs) you're amazing regina oh chris you really are you really you guys are you I, i'm so happy for you guys to get to know regina on this level as i have and i can't imagine doing this with anyone else other than her oh, because she really make me cry thank you so much for saying that because i honestly can't imagine doing this with anyone else either i know i already know ew all right well that, <laughs> that's a perfect way for us to end the episode <laughs> So like we said, we really love and appreciate you guys who listen in and share your stories with us. It actually means a lot when you guys rate and review because we get to see how we can be better and just what you get from it. So definitely feel free to do so on iTunes. I don't know if you can do it on Google Play. If not, send us an email and we just want to talk to you. Till next week when we talk again. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Perfectly Imperfect. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Oh, 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 o